Hi, I'm Cindy Simmons, and this is See the World with Cindy Simmons. The goal of this podcast is to take you on an eye-opening journey and explore everything that SeaWorld has to offer. We're going to be sharing behind-the-scenes stories and information on everything from animal rescue and rehabilitation, marine life, conservation efforts, travel tips, and amazing events. Our guests are going to include SeaWorld ambassadors who work tirelessly behind the scenes, and they're going to share their expertise and real authentic experiences with us. I'm a wife, a mom of two girls, and a 10-year breast cancer survivor. Woohoo! Growing up as a little girl in California, I loved going to SeaWorld with my family. And now, here I am in Orlando with my own family, trying to live every moment big, discovering all of the great things, events, and experiences. I can't wait to dive in. So joining me today is Cindy Miller. She is SeaWorld's Vice President of Entertainment. So fancy. And based in Orlando, Florida. She most recently helped to launch SeaWorld Orlando's first ever Hallow Scream event, which I can't wait to talk to her about because we just went. She is setting the creative vision and direction for this experience with new themed bars, scare zones, and houses. And she has like a major background in entertainment. In fact, someone recently asked her about the event and she said, we're not shying away from the scares. It's going to be in your face and it's going to be epic. Cindy, I love that quote. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. You're welcome so much. All right. So I need, I want to go right right to it. Like how, how did you end up at SeaWorld? Oh, so I, um, I'm originally from New York and I grew up in entertainment. I started when I was a, a little teeny tiny girl, um, dancing and singing and acting and, and working my way up. And, you know, one day I, um, I had a knee injury and I kind of, um, was looking for a new, a new palette, a new, um, a new place to kind of explore for entertainment. And so I headed on down to Orlando. Um, yeah, so it was, you know, it's, it's been a lot of fun. It's a completely different world than New York and, and theater and, and um, commercials and things of that nature. But it's also, um, it's extremely gratifying because one of the great things about theme park entertainment is you get to see people experience what you've worked so hard to achieve, which right. is pretty awesome. So did you start off as a performer or did you start off behind the scenes? So I started off as a performer. Um, I was a performer in New York and then I started here with SeaWorld Orlando as a performer too. Wait, what were you doing at SeaWorld Orlando? I started in um, 2007 with our first Sesame Street show here in Orlando. Um, and I've been kind of working in different areas. So I, I was a performer and then I was a lead over the performers, a stage manager, production manager. So I've kind of taken taken the full circle before landing in the vice presidency. Okay, so now let's talk about this girl power situation happening right now. Okay, so you're the vice president. How did we get there from being this amazing performer? So I think, you know, starting as a performer, obviously being on stage and feeling the the energy of the audience. Um, once I was looking to, you know, kind of move my life in a different direction, I was able to, the company provided me, you know, a, a platform to move into stage management, stage management or leadership. Mm -hmm. um, and I was able to help share that with other people. 
And I think um, one of the things that I, I love, I found out um, through these different opportunities that I love to plan. Um, I love lists and I love planning. And so- Girl, <laughs> I do too. I do too. Preach. <laughs> and so it kind of just fell in and, and you know, you have all these different ideas of, of different concepts of different shows and events. And, you know, after experiencing things both by myself and growing up through theme parks, but with my kids too, and seeing yeah. things through their eyes um, and then kind of coming up with the concepts to then be able to put out there for other people to enjoy. So how big is your team now? Right now, we have a small but very mighty team. But one of the things that I absolutely love about my team and my, you know, this company is we're a family. We are absolutely, you know, we, we know what, what helps and makes each other tick and what we love to experience about each other and help support each other. Um, so like we'll get in a room and, you know, one person will have an idea and then the, you know, another person will jump on that idea and then kind of go back and forth. And these amazing, beautiful shows and events are kind of born from that. So it's it's really fun. So in your opinion, because obviously you have been performing and you've been in that front, that starring role for so long, and now you're doing all of the behind the scenes and you're watching other people do it. And I'm a guest, so I know for me what I like to see. But what do you think makes great entertainment experience? I, to make a great entertainment experience, absolutely our 100% goal is to appeal to all five senses, whether you know it or not. So a lot of times you have an experience, whether it's a show or a movie, or you walk into a place and, you know, you feel different. It makes you either remember something from your past or remember a person. And that that's what we're trying to achieve through entertainment is is that pause on reality and that welcoming arms into either something familiar or something new uh, for everybody. And how do you take feedback when you receive that from guests? Because obviously I think guests always think, well, we know best and we want to do this or we want to do that. How do you receive feedback when you do get it? You know, I think... Um, it's one of those things kind of, whether it's a movie or a book or a TV show, everybody sees things differently based on the past and what they bring to the table. So no one is ever wrong. No one can ever be wrong about how they feel about something. Right. Um, so it's about embracing that and kind of understanding how to appeal to it. Maybe it could be by changing something specific or developing another something to add to it, you know, to help people feel it in a different way. So say someone is really feeling it, for example, like a middle-aged mom, and she's like, oh, I want to get involved in this. Like, what? Okay, not really. I'm too old for that. But, but you know, you have so many great performers, and I'm sure that is inspiring to kids of all ages like myself. So when you encounter crazy people like me, who want to get involved and be maybe a performer at SeaWorld, how do you kind of talk to them about that inspiration and the path that they maybe need to take to get to where, how you started? So I will say, you know, one of the greatest things about entertainment is entertainment has no age. Um, we are always open-armed to everyone. Um, but What I hear you're saying is there is a chance. 
Ab- for me. I, I'm saying there is absolutely <laughs> a chance. <laughs> um, uh, you know, ahead. I think um, it's definitely, and it's being in entertainment, it's definitely hard work and it tef- definitely takes true passion of embracing everything. So, you know, um, I was just having a conversation with somebody the other day about, you know, we do a lot of unnatural things in entertainment. We wear masks and we wear big costumes and, you know, live in different time periods or different parts of the earth. And it's about embracing that and having fun with it. So I think anybody that's interested in that and, you know, wants to jump in head first, um, we have auditions throughout the year. Um, and, you know, sometimes not everybody can be, you know, wants to be in front of the camera um, or wants to be on stage in front of an audience. Um, but that's the great thing about entertainment is it takes so many different types of people and so many people to, ve- to develop these great products that um, you're still a part of it. Whether you're on stage or backstage, we're all one happy family. We're all one big family making these things come, come true. Well, speaking of making these things come true, you have a lot of SeaWorld Halloween experiences happening right now, and I just want to dive right into each and every one. So what is happening in Orlando and San Diego right now at SeaWorld? So this year, 2021, we uh, we have our inaugural fear of Hollow Scream. Um, for both Orlando and San Diego. And it's been super exciting. Um, me personally, coming from a background and lover of our Christmas celebration, um, mm. was one of our, our first celebrations to, um, to really, I was really in charge of and, and to be, um, to lead, to switch over to be on Hollow Scream was something completely new, completely different, um, for a lot of us here in the Orlando Park as well as San Diego. But the great thing for us is that we have great events at our other parks already have been have years of experience of Hollow Scream. And so they were really great about sharing their tips and tricks of um, you know, what the guests want to see and um what are some new or um reinvented ways that we could bring it to Orlando. For those who haven't been yet to experience the amazingness of Hallow Scream, what can they expect? So um, for our inaugural fear, um, we have uh, we have four haunted houses that are um, that lend itself to the natural environment that they're in. So we have um, we have a house that's called Beneath the Ice in our wild Arctic area. Um, we have Captain's Revenge, which is our pirate-themed house. And then we have Dead Vines over in our, that lets out into our Infinity Falls area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our, our first house that you kind of encounter is called Water's Edge Inn. And that's that's the the hotel of the owner that has kind of set or released the sirens into the area. And um, in addition to that, we have uh, four scare zones. We have four themed bars. And, you know, the four themed bars was something that we've kind of added and, and not a lot of um, places have right now. Um, but we've taken a partnership of 
our entertainment and culinary teams and kind of put them together. So we have dancers in one, we have an, an above the line or above the air, you know, in the air area mm-hmm. list in another. Um, we have our longshoremen over in our um, pirate bar uh, that's called Longshoremen Tavern, which is a comedy group. <laughs> um, and then uh, we have a, you could be a part of the scare. We have an area over by Glacier Bar that you can actually pay and then you can hit the button and control one of the scares inside the house. Um, and again, and then That's you have awesome. a video screen that you can watch people and, you know, you kind of, it, it ends up like you get there and you get like that anticipation of, of being like, all right, I'm going to get the next person. I'm going to get. And so it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I think I just found how my daughter is going to make us go broke because yeah. of that. She will be all about that, all about it. <laughs> and then two, we have um, we have two amazing shows. We have um, an outdoor atmosphere show um, about our sirens and kind of their introduction of to why they um, they have come to um, come to SeaWorld for this Hollow Scream event. Uh, and then we have Monster Stomp, which is in our Nautilus Theater, and it's a combination of a stomp type show with uh, singing and dancing. And then we have this incredible um, opening area. So we use a different um, we use a different entrance for this one um, that has like fire and smoke, and basically once again, so that once you're coming in, those five senses are hit from the very beginning and and you feel like you're in a different place um, and you're transported and that's the goal. And so, um, you know, we kind of have that different entrance so that we can really set that vibe um, to take people on a journey. So I want to talk about this concept because as a mom, I can't tell you how grateful I am for this. So you're doing kids kind of like by the day. Again, I'm Patty Pumpkinstein, listener of Legends, sharer of stories and teller of tales. And then oh, horror by night. So I love this because I have an eight-year-old daughter and I have a 16-year-old daughter. So while we haven't done Halloween by day yet at SeaWorld, we skipped right to horror by night. And it was a new experience to share with all of our family. And I, and I was so excited to tell you about this because we go to Hollow Scream and my eight-year-old at first was like, huh, what's, what's happening here? And we talked her through all of the things. But the first thing we told her, and I have told so many of our family friends about this, this idea is so brilliant to me. There are no boo necklaces that you can buy that light up and you wear them around your neck if you just don't want the performers to boo you. And when she realized, wait, so mommy, (laughs) I can wear this necklace and I can watch big sister get scared left and right. And I'm kind of like in on the action. Oh my goodness, Cindy, this was brilliant. Mommy got one too, just for full (laughs) transparency. Um, But we watched my husband and the teenager and her bestie was there. And my youngest and I just watching these performers scare the teenager, but the kindness that they showed to me and my little girl who just didn't want the booze, I I need to know the behind the scenes with that because it's mind blowing to me that that was so well thought of, especially for parents of little ones. Like that's just brilliant, brilliant. So, you know, we we always have a, a joke about these type of events that, you know, yes, we are putting on a show but the guests are putting on a very equal show for us. 
Um, <laughs> because like you said, and like you got to experience, um, you know, everybody reacts to being scared in a lot of different ways. So, you know, some have a high pitch scream and some have a low pitch scream and some run. Some are very mm -hmm. silent. Some do like the <laughs> I'm I'm being very stoic and I will continue <laughs> on my path and you will not scare me. And, you know, um, so you can kind of see all like the different body behaviors and things of that nature at the event, which is is a lot of fun to watch and be a part of. Um, but yeah, the um, for some of our parks, it is a separate ticket event. Um, so in Orlando and uh, it is a separate hollow scream is separate ticket. So. Um, we basically have our daytime product and then, you know, those guests leave and we have new guests come in for hollow scream, but some of our parks, they, they are a mix in, you know, so they have some daytime guests and they have some nighttime guests that, um, you know, coexist together. And so having these no boo necklaces really helps them too, because sometimes you, you want to see it, you want to be a part of it, but you don't want to be that much of a part of it. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> And I have to be, I have to be so honest when I tell you this. I have, and I'm, I'm really not making this up. I don't know the last time our family laughed that hard because there was something so empowering for our eight-year-old daughter getting to watch Sissy. It was like all of the years of big sister, little sister rivalry switched. <laughs> and so getting to watch big sister be scared and booed and all the things and she was even having like some sidebar conversations with the performers like, hey, that's my sister, get her. <laughs> and they were in. And when I say the level of laughter that the four of us shared, we were exhausted when we were done. But the first thing that the eight-year-old said to me and my husband, when can we go back? When can we go back to Hallow Scream? I want to, can we go tomorrow? And then she started thinking about all of her big sister's friends that we could bring so she could do it all over again and watch that experience. It was oh, that's hilarious. It, it was terrific. Um, what kind of coaching do you do with the performers for that situation where you have someone who doesn't want to be scared and then the ones who want to be scared? Because they were very on it. Like there was not even a hesitation. You know, there's a there's a, a lot of different scare tactics um, when it comes to things of this nature. So, you know, sometimes people get scared just by looking at something. Sometimes people are scared because there's a jump scare. So, you know, someone moves and there's a reaction to it. Um, sometimes it's loud noises or, you know, a full on movement towards them. Uh, so we use a different combination of their environment and and kind of movement of where they are in the park. One of the great things about Hollow Scream is it takes place at night. So we have the ability to control the lighting. So we have lighting and then I'm sure you experienced in our Sea of Souls area where we utilize fog as well yep. in a, in an overwhelming type of situation to kind of not see things coming at you and things of that nature. So one of one of the the things that we look at in the different areas is where are you and kind of setting that place and that feeling. So again, through sight where, you know, you're looking at the props and things of that nature, the music, um, you know, the music goes with each one of the areas. Um, then the you're music was so good. <laughs> <laughs> so <And> then, creepy. <laughs> and then, um, 
you know, the smells too. So we add, we have different smells and things of that nature and then texture in the air from the fog or the haze and um, all of that, it helps to kind of take you out of reality and, and give you that kind of disorienting feeling right. to help the scare actors kind of um, get a different angle or a different aspect to scare you with. And ultimately, you know, everyone's coming to the event. The goal is to have fun and get scared. Um, so obviously we take safety first. Um, so we teach everybody on how to safely scare. Um, and, you know, as long as everyone is, is in it for the right reasons, it ends up being a great night. It was a great night, one that my eight-year-old and all of us are already ready to do again. So something that was really interesting to me, and I was thinking about this. So by day at SeaWorld, you have something that's more family-friendly for Halloween. So you're doing that during the day. How then do you transform it into this like scary, crazy, awesome hollow scream at night? So we have SeaWorld Spooktacular uh, during the day on the weekends. And it's everything that people have come to love about this time of year. It's the fall festival, Halloween, trick-or-treating, pumpkins, um, you know, um, hay bales, things that remind you of fall, even though it might still be 92 degrees outside. Right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, kids get dressed up in different costumes and come and they get candy from um, different booths along the, the pathway. We have our characters that also interact um, and take pictures that, um, you know, are kind of entertaining along the way and they have their their different skits and stuff going on. Um, we have a DJ dance party, which of course, who doesn't love a DJ um, dance party? Uh, this girl loves a DJ dance party. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, and then our fall decor too. And so we have that happening um, in a new footprint this year. Um, but on the other side of the park, we have our setup for Hollow Scream and you know, a lot of the questions that we kind of receive is, um, you know, and I'm sure you guys kind of thought of too when you were walking around the park, is what does it look like during the day? And basically, right. we don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable or, you know, um, or scared when they're then that when that's not what they're signing up for. So right. our hollow scream event does happen um, kind of in or around, not in, but around our Sesame Street area. So a lot of times, a lot of the kids that are experiencing Spooktacular are also heading over to our Sesame Street area. And um, we just wanna make sure that we're not you know, alienating or making anyone feel uncomfortable. So we have everything covered up, we roll some things out, um, you know, we tarp some different things and all of that kind of thing to, um, to make sure that everything that families have come to know and love about SeaWorld during the day um, remains intact and people are still able to come with their families and enjoy. Um, and then we, um, we have a little portion of time where we kind of shut everything down and we uncover all of the bodies and bring out all the scary stuff. Are you so into Halloween? Like, have you always been this passionate about Halloween? I do. Um, so I happen to be one of those people. I get very scared. I probably look very similar to your daughter. Um, <laughs> and me. So <laughs> I get I get very scared and I can't help. Like, even though I know, like, don't scream, don't scream. 
I still scream. And so um, growing up, my friends and my family, they were always like, bring bring Cindy with us, bring Cindy, because they all go <laughs> after her. And it's just, you know, everybody would end up hysterical laughing at me. Um, so through the years, I've experienced a lot of different haunted attractions. And, um, and ultimately, kind of like what you were saying, you just have so much fun. You end up laughing and just almost being exhausting from laughing all night long. And I love that. I love that something scary or something so immersive can have such a a wonderful feeling or thought, you know, that kind of goes through it or that you're going through as you're experiencing it. It was so great because even even after we had kind of walked everywhere for a hollow scream, I sat down because mommy needed a snack and I'm all about SeaWorld snacks. So my youngest daughter and the teenager and her bestie and my husband, they went and redid the same scare areas. And I was thinking, that's really that speaks to the performers that you could still go walk through the same, you know, same area and get scared all over again. Like, you know, it's going to be there. So why are you scared? But they were and they're jumping and screaming and just having the best time. And like I said, all my little girl wanted to do was watch her sister be scared. And then my husband, when he gets to laughing like that, it just it makes me cry laughing, too, because we all just had such a good good laugh. Like you said, and we've talked about earlier, exhaustion. That's what we felt at the end of the night. Pure exhilaration, exhaustion. It was fantastic. So Cindy, I want to ask you one final question. What is the best thing you have seen in the world? The best thing I have seen in the world is, um, I want to say probably a Christmas morning through the eyes of my kids. Um, kind of seeing the the Christmas lights and and seeing the what I would classify as pure joy through a child's eyes. Um, I think that that's an amazing and wonderful feeling. Thank goodness. Why are you making me cry <laughs> right now? What's happening? Uh, Cindy Miller, SeaWorld's Vice President of Entertainment. Thank you so much. That was so much fun. I felt like I totally got like the whole scoop and learned something behind the scenes. So thank you. I cannot wait to go back already and get spooked with my family. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It was good talking to you. Same here. I'm Cindy Simmons. So join us on the next See the World where we're going to talk about what goes into creating some of the best thrill rides in the country. As always, be sure to check SeaWorld.com and select your favorite park to stay in the loop on all the great things happening across the parks. And lastly, it would also mean the world to me if you subscribed, left a review and shared this podcast with all of your wonderful friends. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time.